welcome to the newest episode of Too Many Men. No Tony, so Eric's doing the intro. It's Eric Johnson, Zach Riley, John Gallietta, and Tom Pickenick, and the Dodgers are ruining baseball. Yeah, yes, they are. Super team. We have a super team now in MLB. The Los Angeles Dodgers decided that they are Thanos. They want all of the Infinity Stones and got Max Scherzer and Trey Turner for four prospects, two of which are in the top 50, catcher Kiebert Ruiz, and outfielder, what's the outfielder's name? Joshua. Can't think of the guy's last uh, name. <laughs> I'm looking at the list right now. One sec. Uh, four prospects. Alexander, Alexander Canario. Oh no, that's the Giants. What the Giants got? Never mind. That was that was who the Giants got for um, Chris Bryant. Uh, the outfielder was Donovan Casey. Donovan Casey. I yeah. don't know if he was in one of the the hundred. But it's it's a blockbuster nonetheless. Right? To be fair, nobody thought the Giants would be doing what they're doing, and they needed something to get them over the Giants. <sighs> Pitcher Josiah Gray was the other top prospect. Catcher Kiebert Ruiz. Pitcher Gerardo Carrillo and outfielder Donovan Casey. Ruiz Gray, and Gray were number one and two prospects in the Dodgers. One and number two, and Gray was ranked number 36 in the top 100. Ruiz was ranked number 74. Yeah, so they got a good haul there. If the Dodgers are not National. the favorites to win the World Series right now, we got a problem. They definitely are on paper, but anything can happen. I like. I feel like the worst thing they would want to see is uh, either a, a healthy Degrom in the NLDS, or obviously the Giants in the NLCS. <laughs> now you're looking at the rest of Major League Baseball, specifically the National League. You have to win the division to make the playoffs. You're not better than the Padres. No. You're not better than the Giants. And you're sure as hell not better than the Dodgers. No, no way. To make the playoffs in the National League, you have to win your division or that's it. Which it's tough. And, and the AL doesn't have an issue like that. No. So the Nationals fully dismantling the core less than two years after winning it all in 2019. Max Scherzer, gone. Trey Turner, who last time we did the, a podcast was not on the trading block. Now he was, and he got shipped to the team that probably needs him the least. Yeah. Daniel Hudson, gone. Kyle Schwarber, sent off to Boston. Um, Jan Gomes and Josh Harrison just traded today to Oakland. The Nationals are nothing like we've seen. I'm going to Mets Nationals in two weeks, on August 10th. I have no idea what that lineup's going to look like. Oh, it's going to be look, completely look. different. You're Cubs not going to recognize... Cleaning teams. house. Yeah. And that leads me to the second team that cleaned house, the Chicago Cubs. I do like how they were uh, sending some people to the White Sox. Some inner city trading there. I, I enjoyed that. Cubs, White Sox, Angels, Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, Yankees, Mets. I love all of those. Was this one of the most exciting free agency – or not free agency, sorry, trade deadline deadline. days that we've seen in a long time? I think so. I think we had a lot of teams moving and a lot of teams selling, which I think Seattle shouldn't have sold personally. They were only – they're only a game out of the wild card. I mean, they they claimed they were retooling, but you don't trade Kendall Grayman for that return. No. You just don't. And getting Diego Castillo and Tyler Anderson really doesn't help you with that. Uh, But the Cups – Five years ago, World Series champs. And they deserved it. They deserved that ring. 103 wins gets you that ring. (laughs) Chris Bryant, gone. 
San Francisco bound. Javier Baez, going to the Mets. Anthony Rizzo, just homered for the Yankees. Craig Kimbrell, going to the White Sox. Ryan Tapera joining him there as well. I think the only two that are still on the team that were in the 2016 group, three, Kyle Hendricks, uh, um, Wilson Contreras, and Jason Hayward. Yep. A total sell-off by the Cubs. And I feel awful for Chicago fans. I mean, after you win a World Series like that, you go a couple of years after, you're not doing anything. I feel like it is time for a rebuild for them. They, they need it. I the way they the rebuilt the last time, I feel like they could do the same thing they did a couple of years ago. Hopefully it won't the, take 100 years. <laughs> I saw the tribute videos. Those are tough. Yeah, I saw the uh, Chris Bryant got very emotional when he got called. Yeah. So did Rizzo. Yeah. Rizzo, Rizzo was in the Ivy just hanging out, and I'm like, oh, man, I, you, you got to feel for the guy. Yeah. So the Cubs Rizzo came selling, up through the Cubs organization, right? Because I know Brian obviously times. did. Rizzo was traded a couple times. He was originally yeah. part of the Padres organization. He was then in the Red Sox organization for a little bit mm. before finally ending up with the Cubs and just going on just a tear and being a pivotal reason why they won that World Series back in 2016. The Cubs are selling, the Nationals selling, so changing the guard in the National League, for sure. Let's talk a little Javi Baez. Very excited. The Mets got Javi Baez and pitcher Trevor Williams from the Chicago Cubs during that giant Cubs sale in exchange for the number five prospect, Pete Crow Armstrong, last year's first-round pick. So for starters, Baez is going to play shortstop until Lindor comes back, and then Baez is going to move to second base. And the reason I think the Mets made this move is because they feel they can re-sign Javier Baez long-term. Plain as that. Uh, he said he wanted to play with Lindor. Steve Cohen listened. Steve Cohen picked up the phone, and he gave Javier Baez a call. That's really it. It's exactly what happened. And, you know, Lindor is doing exactly what we brought him here to do. Obviously, we want him to hit and be the superstar that he is, but he's also bringing in these free agents that would want to play for us, which we haven't had in a very long time. We've never had people want to come here and win it, win a championship. So it's a big change for the Mets, for sure. Yeah, and when free agents do come here, it's usually on, like, really long contracts. Yes. Now, the one that comes to my mind was K-Rod. Yep. When that's were able to re- to sign Francisco Rodriguez, really long contract, really lucrative contract. Same with Jason Bay. You know, at times they've worked, at times they haven't. So we'll see what happens with Baez. Is he going to stay past this year? Who knows? My guess is he does. The one who I don't think is going to stay past this year are Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. I think both of which are rentals. Yeah. Bryant going to the San Francisco Giants, Anthony Rizzo, the new first baseman for the New York Yankees, meaning Luke Voigt is now on the bench. I feel like I, I heard rumor. I mean, they didn't obviously that they were probably going to trade him for pitching uh, players, but I'm surprised they didn't. Personally, I think the Yankees should have, after getting Gallo, used someone to get a pitcher, a better pitcher than Heaney. <laughs> I texted you guys this after the Yankees got Joey Gallo. I said, this might not be the best lineup I've seen. I've seen better but it's by far the strongest and most powerful lineup I have ever seen. That doesn't Stanton, win playoff games. Stanton, Judge, and Gallo in the same lineup. And at times, if you want, Gary Sanchez. 
is it going to make will it win you a World Series? Maybe. I don't think so. Maybe not. Who knows if the Yankees even get in the playoffs? Right yeah. now, they're making these moves outside the playoff bubble. Three games, right? Yeah, three games three out. Games, three games out of a wild card, three games behind Oakland. So you look at the Yankees right now, and I saw this team. I was watching the Yankees throughout, you know, June going into the July, going through the trade deadline. This team should not have bought. No, not with not at all. And now, if they were I, to buy, they should have done it a little smarter. <laughs> so what I thought the Yankees should have done was, I'm not saying blow it up. By no means am I saying just tear down the core. I would have traded Chad Green. I would have probably traded Rochelle. That would have been it. No Chapman, the way he's played? I guess nobody would really want him. What's his value? Yeah, there's no value. You talk about, you talk about Chapman in May? Different story. Yeah. But you're talking a Chapman who is now known for blowing saves. You know, just think about that. And plus, you want to talk bullpen, let's talk White Sox. Yep. Right now, the most dominant bullpen in Major League Baseball. Because you have Liam Hendricks. Now you have Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, and he's been on a tear this year. Kimbrell's ERA going into the trade with the White Sox, 0.49. Wow. He's back. Yeah. He is definitely back. And apparently the asking price is very, very high for Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, Nick Madrigal is a good player. Uh, Yeah. I don't know Cody Hoover, but uh, it doesn't say – He's on the White Sox a little bit. Yeah, Madrigal was a a fourth overall pick in 2018. He's not terrible. Yeah. Nick Madrigal, little bit of a high price. I like him. Yeah. But – you know, it's, it's a natural replacement for bias. Mm-hmm. When I saw Magical was included, I knew. I was like, okay, bias is gone. Just like that. Um, my big winners of the trade deadline, L.A., the Dodgers. Sure. I mean, you got probably an NL MVP candidate and a yearly Cy Young contender for the four prospects. I get Trey Turner. You got Trey Turner. I mean, you, you got Trey Turner. And that's smart, too. Is the, Trey Turner has two more years on his contract. You're starting nine for the Dodgers. Will Smith, Max Muncy, Trey Turner, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, A.J. Pollock or Chris Taylor, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger. The one thing is, that's a big question, is Trey Turner moving to second base? Apparently the rumor is that Corey Seager will be the one moving to second base. Really? Yep. And that, that, that's smart, honestly, because I think Seager has a lot of games at uh, se- uh, second base for sure. And more than if, big if. What's if going on? Trevor hey, Bauer... can you hear me? <laughs> oh, yes. Am I here? Yeah, you're here. Am I here? Yes. You're here. Oh, man, this guy just went yard. Uh, I guess we're getting a surprise call from Tony at the, uh, at the internship, World the Baseball Series. World Series. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Look I'm at the, the Springfield now. Cardinals game. Oh, really? I'm at the oh. Springfield Cardinals game. Uh, first time uh, caller, long time listener, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how you boys doing? We're 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 vibing. It sounds like you're vibing a little yeah. bit more. 
Yeah. Hey, dude, listen. I, I got to call in my own podcast. It's something I have to do sometimes. <laughs> I'm giving myself a featuring credit on this when I oh, post it later. You should. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I totally am. Tony, you but missed, let me you tell missed, you something. You missed the intro. Go ahead. No, you're saying you missed, you missed the intro. Listen, I just do the intro fine. for you. That's fine. Good. I mean, that's all you do, but. So I'm here at this uh, Springfield Cardinals game, and let me tell you, this pitcher out here is getting shellacked by the Arkansas Travelers. He's let up three home runs the last two innings. It's currently 6-1, 6-1 Arkansas. They just hit a home run uh, Springfield to get their first run of the game. But, uh, Zach, what's going on with the Mets right now? Why are they losing? Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Carrasco, actually, first pitch back in two years. And he lets up a home run on the first fucking pitch. Very upsetting. That sounds about right. Mets had that bases right. loaded. The Mets tie it up in the next inning, have bases loaded, no outs, and there's a strikeout and a double play, as as it usually happens. Tony, you've been you on the Mets? Anthony Rizzo hit a home run? Yeah, I saw, but it's the only one right. It was 0-0 going into the sixth against the Marlins. What are the Yankees doing? Listen, it happens. Oh, yeah, it happens, huh? I did not bet on the Mets, Eric, because uh, there's no betting in the state of Missouri, no sports betting at all. But uh, – yeah, I had to call in. So it looks like I'm yeah. not going to be on for a while. So it's it's in the hands of you guys. Uh, no pressure. If you guys can handle it. Is John here? I am, I am. We'll, listen, Tony, we'll do oh, our best. Oh, Galliana. Listen, we'll do our oh, best yeah. to carry on your legacy, man. But, you know, it's it's tough shoes, you know. Yeah, hey, Tony. You know, somebody at the end of the day still has to post it. So what's up, Eric? Tony, send me your list for Pennsylvania Shining Stars while you're at it. Okay, you guys doing that now? Y'all forgot about that, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't I'll, have a I'll, list. I'll send mine over in a second. I'll make it here and I'll send it. All right. So it's going to be real fun when we talk. It's going to be real fun when we talk NHL real trade quick. deadline, end of August, or yeah. NHL free agency. Yeah. Real quick here before I go, I just want to shout out the New Jersey Devils for signing your boy Dougie Hamilton. The team is back. The organization is back. The state of New Jersey as a whole is back. Not a big deal. And uh, no. And uh, how about Carson Wentz? Huh, getting hurt first couple of days of training camp. Hate yeah, apparently he's not going to miss any games though. Or not many. Yeah, but still, in my book, it might hurt his ERA. If you know what I mean. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. All yeah, right. Keep up the we, good work. All right. We 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 love you, Tone, and we miss you. I will send you my list here shortly. All right. But thanks, guys. See you later. Hey, Tony. Later. Carson Wentz would have won that Super Bowl. No, he wouldn't have. Cameo from the sensei of Too Many Men. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A surprise uh, drop-in by Tony. Since John was talking a little bit, John, let's talk a little NBA draft. Well, before we do that, I feel like we have to talk about, you know, the elephant in the room that kind of hung over the entire draft. That happened oh, right like two hours before. Yes, it of- yes. It was the Raptors picking Scotty Barnes over Keon Suggs. That <laughs> That's the elephant you're talking about. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but no, you know, Los Angeles, man. Yes. <laughs> L.A., the war between Shams and Woj was awesome for about 30 minutes. Woj was reporting the Lakers are getting Buddy Heald from the Sacramento Kings for Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, and a first-round pick. Shams was reporting that the Lakers were getting Russell Westbrook for Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, KCP, 
and a first-round pick. Who was right? Shams picked up the dub. Russell Westbrook is teaming up with LeBron and Anthony Davis to form the NBA's newest big three. Super team era, man. Like, like depending on how you feel about LeBron, you either love it or you hate to see it. I mean, for me, I kind of fall into the, the latter category. I, I, want some, I want to see some new blood in the finals. You know, like the Suns this year was a breath of fresh air. So, you know, I'm hoping that this team, you know, there's no, you know, they, who's going to shoot? Who's going to shoot on a team with LeBron, Westbrook, and AD as the best shooters? That's all I'm saying. First round exit. <laughs> That's my verdict. Man. Also, shout out to Joey Votto, just tied a major league record for being the, for hitting seven consecutive games with home run. Eighth player in major league history to do so. But yeah, uh, Russell Westbrook is now going to LA. The best part was I was on the phone with John when the Lakers were trying to get Buddy healed. And John utters the words to me, Buddy Heald's good, but the Lakers need a playmaker, a playmaker, a point guard. They go out about 20 seconds later and get the most, probably the most dominant playmaking point guard currently in the NBA. They, listen, they, they did exactly what they needed to do. I'll give them that. The only thing is they might have had to give up some crucial, you know, role players, you know, like any, any kind of contender, you know, in the modern NBA, you need shooting. So, like I said, you know, a big three focused on two on two ball dominant players with Westbrook. You know, being you know, you anyone who watched the playoffs will tell you that Westbrook shot the Wizards out of those games. And you know, he if he can you know learn how to be you know take a backseat role to LeBron, you know, and get in line, maybe we can see you know him actually you know make it to a finals. But I don't know. It's 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 a very big boom or bust move, I would say. Shout out to the Pistons for not screwing up the number one pick. Yeah, finally. There was was some doubt that they would. But they they came to their senses and just took Cade Cunningham. Which, I mean, changes their franchise for years to come. Yeah, and you just love to see him immediately embracing embracing the Detroit community, putting on the sunglasses, and uh, just – uh, you know, just I really feel like he's actually embracing the trend. You know, he's going to be that star that, you know, they really do have like a nice collection of role players, young guys, you know, from last year, like two of their guys, maybe all rookie team. So, you know, they really, you know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to say they're going to make the playoffs this year, or the next year, but they're going to be a fun team. I think to watch, you know, Cade's definitely going to be, you know, his floor is a all-star in the league for years to come. I think, you know, they got a good one there. The man's pro comp, was Luka Doncic. That's, that's enough said right there, you know. <laughs> He's, his pro comp is Luka. Like, this is what Detroit needs. Detroit need a little bit of a fresh dose, you know. Um, but, yeah, apart from that, draft pretty much went mostly as expected. Like I said, Toronto did take Scotty Barnes over Jalen Suggs. Kind of surprised me a little bit, especially when I thought Kaminga and Suggs were both in the top five. Kaminga fell to... Golden State at number seven. Biggest Over winners? The, biggest winners. Ooh, Detroit. I know it's easy. I know it's a cop-out. You got, you got your star. For and me, the Lakers, you got Russell Westbrook. Uh, true. 
For me, I'd have to say my sleeper, uh, probably the Warriors. I think the Warriors actually had a really good draft, getting, you know, Jonathan Kuminga with number seven. And then they also got Moses Moody. He falling to them at 14. Those are two guys who were mocked that, you know, Moody especially was mocked by going in the top 10, too. So, you know, they got both guys who apparently that, you know, every front office says that the guy they drafted was high up on their board. But, you know, supposedly Golden State, it was, you know, they got they got Moody with their second pick, even though they were they would have taken him at seven if Kuminga wasn't there. So I think that, you know, they had a really great draft. Also, shout out to Indiana for getting Chris Duarte at 13. Nice pick. Good pick. You know, the Spurs, really, really small pick. Good value. I think the Spurs are probably the biggest losers of the draft, I'd say. I think – I think Pop, you know, has gotten a little bit of the benefit of the doubt the past couple of years, you know, with, oh, it's the Spurs, you know, it's, he knows something that we don't. And I don't know, like, where, that, like, you know, that guy they drafted, I don't, I don't I'm not, you know, the name kind of escapes me at the moment, but they reached that pick 14, I remember. Like, any, I did not see that guy being quoted in any mocks. Uh, looks Gentlemen, like Tony's back. back. <laughs> Tony. I forgot to add something. I forgot to say it. I forgot to say it before I left. So here at the Springfield Cardinals double-A game, it is Christmas and July night, and it is the worst thing on the face of the earth. <laughs> they gave me a snow globe. They're playing Christmas music. The Springfield Cardinals were in Christmas-themed jerseys. That sounds with awful. With candy cane numbers. They had Santa here. It is damn near 98 degrees, and they had Santa here in a full outfit. <laughs> no way. The man's going to die of heat stroke. I mean, they, they paraded him around in a Corvette, nonetheless. Imagine you're a minor league player trying to work your way up through the ranks trying to pay your dues, and you're playing on gimmick nights like this. It must be terrible. Yeah, you're getting paid dog shit, too. Well, what what level <laughs> yeah. is it? This is double A. It's double A. Somerset down yeah. here is double A. Yeah, but, I mean, that's a Yankees organization, so it carries it with class. Oh, my. They, <laughs> you're you're terrible. Just went deep. They hit it off the top of the, the wall again. Arkansas just went deep on this pitcher for the, three, for the third time. In the last three innings, for the fourth they time, they haven't the last taken this innings. guy out yet. No, same pitcher. They refuse to take him out for some reason. Man, man's getting in your words. Five innings right. of work. Five innings of work. He scored seventy-five pitches, six Ks. First inning, three runs. Second inning, he held him to none. Third inning, two runs. Fourth inning, one run. Five. Fifth inning, one run. He's getting killed. He's yeah. getting killed. But yeah, I, really I just like had to, to say that. I. I Christmas in July night is awful. I, I did not think I would be hearing Christmas music on July 30th. I really didn't. What's in the I mean, snow globe? Not what I wanted. Yeah, what's in the snow globe? What's in the snow globe? It's the Springfield Cardinals logo next to a Christmas tree. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty cool that's thing. Though. You got to get to bring that yeah. off. Are they doing you a remember your time in Missouri? You in? Yeah. Are they doing a jersey auction? What was that, Eric? Are they doing a jersey auction? Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't end until tomorrow because they're wearing the same jerseys tomorrow. But as we're waiting to get in, they have, like, four guys, like, two trumpets and two trombones playing Christmas music as you're coming into the stadium. That sounds terrible. They're having pictures with Santa. Dude, it's, 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 it's hot. Tony, go get that's, your picture with Santa. I swear. Well, I want to see it. Get Santa on the pod. I was done <laughs> Um, Go get a picture of you with Santa, and we'll post it on the Too Many Men Instagram and Twitter. Yes. All right, fine, I will. Or interviewing Please do. All right, but that's all I had to say. Uh, Zach, DeGrom, question mark? Uh, uh, It's all right. As long as he shows up for the playoffs healthy and he can just mow everybody down in the first game, it's fine. 
sure. You guys got to get there first. All right. All right. I'll see you boys later. Have a holly jolly night, Tone. <laughs> I'll try. Sweat right. my ass off, but I'll try. So, yeah, so kind of. See, Tony says we got to get there. We will because the Braves are getting blown out right now. And even Tony though, I mean, loves, Tony loves Christmas. Yeah, he's a big Christmas he guy. Loves Christmas, big Christmas guy. So it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. All right, I, I got like my Tony list ready. To come in and say, yeah, Christmas in July is going on. But yeah, you know who's really not getting so many presents? Philadelphia 76ers because Ben Simmons is still on the team. Who would want him? What's the deal with that, Eric, man? I thought I thought yesterday you guys were going to get more first-round picks than uh, Andrew Wiggins and uh, James we're, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Patience, patience is a virtue, my friend. Okay. Nobody's going to give them that much for him. <laughs> I. This, this is my theory. This is my theory. Okay? They're asking hardened-level packages and then asking the other team just to say, counter this. Do the best you can, and whatever the best offer is going to be, I think that's where you see Ben Simmons going. Well, let, just, let's, yeah. let's look at what that offer was for them to at least get a you know to start. Sure. The Sixers yeah. asked for Wiggins, Wiseman, the uh, seven and fourteen picks, as well as and two future first rounders in exchange for Ben Simmons. I'm shocked they didn't ask for uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. as well. Yeah, the Warriors quickly turned down the offer. Yeah, apparently they as asked for Tyler. Apparently they asked for Tyler Harrow, Bam Adebayo, and four first from Miami, <laughs> and Pat Riley just laughed on the phone with them. I think it's just fun. Like, I think it's humorous. Like, I do think a team will bite. I don't think that we're getting anything close to that. No no chance. I think a team's going to bite and give us a pretty good offer. Um, Daryl Morey's smart. You know, he's going to wait to get the perfect offer, I think, personally. But we'll what see if- how it goes. But, you know, I don't think Ben Simmons is going to be back in a 76er uniform next season. I just await the return and who we send him to. What if he genuinely thinks that that's how much he's worth and he just can't he get it? It's not up to him anyway, so. It's not up to him. No, he's pretty much saying, ball's in your court. Here's, my, here's, what, here's what we think he's worth. Counter. And nobody's countering. That's, that's a problem, though, that nobody's countering. And in football news, uh, Aaron Rodgers is back with the Green Bay Packers. Now you actually <laughs> do hate to see it. That, that they did, they did give up a lot to to get him to stay. Yeah. And he yeah. trashed them on that opening yeah. interview. That was hysterical. He did. he did. And because we're going to party like it's 2015, boys, Randall Cobb's back. Yep. <laughs> Welcome back, Randall Cobb. That fixes everything. Yep. Changed the whole team. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers got Randall Cobb from the Houston Texans for 2022 six. So if the Texans really didn't have any talent before, now it's just getting worse. Did, did we? Did you see what Randall Cobb said about the Texans too? No, I didn't. <laughs> Randall Cobb said that the Packers are like a Fortune 500, and the Texans are a startup. <laughs> that's hilariously that funny. That's so funny because Tom, I heard like not even like that. That's a good one. I also heard him say that the Texans was like, like uh, no, his Packers teammates look told him that you look like you just got out of jail. <laughs> Oh, oh man! I'm like, oh man! I was like, damn. Okay. <laughs> Texas were in the division around two years ago. How could it have gone so bad? Right? <laughs> Just in the divisional round. Oh. Two years ago. <laughs> Text from Tony Pickenich. Mission failed. 
Yeah, I was I'm told guessing. Santa needs to go to bed. He's very tired. I think he's lying. He needs to get out. He's not trying. Just trying to get out of it. Problem. Ho ho. Oh no. Oh man. Also, shout out to uh, shout out to the women's gymnastics team in the Olympics. Another gold. And uh, Simone Biles withdrawn due to mental health. I mean, look, I, I get that. I understand. Like that's. I mean, you. He's under so much pressure, guys. Like, yeah. It's crazy, you know? But still, the team is doing well without her. The Shining Stars of Pennsylvania, something we said a month ago probably yeah. was going to happen. Here we are. Here we wow. go. The, the lovely state of Pennsylvania, the state that my basketball team, for some reason, calls home. Um, I'm kidding. I, lo- I love Pennsylvania. So, top 10 stars, PA. My number one is Bryce Harper. Worldwide name, everybody, everybody, every baseball fan knows who he is. Yep. Former league MVP. I mean, Got even if you're not in the baseball and you're in Philly, you know Bryce Harper. I yeah. completely forgot to put him on my list. Tom. That's he is not a now my one. I fixed it. Okay, right. so we're going to go Tom. So we're going to do Tom, then I'm going to go in order from there. Tom, Zach, and then John. Zach, who is your number one for Pennsylvania? I, I got Bryce Harper as well. You can't, you can't have Bryce Harper any lower than that. John? I also have Bryce Harper here. <laughs> yeah. like I feel like that one else. is – yeah, that one is definitely unanimous. Probably not Tony. Tony will find some weird guy on the Eagles. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, obviously. Yeah. Tony had, as his number one, Joel Embiid. Yep, yeah, I figured. <laughs> it wouldn't, Speaking wouldn't of be Joel Embiid, he's my number two. Another guy that you know who he is. He's seven foot tall. He's got an afro. And he's one of the most dominant players in the NBA. He's my favorite player in the NBA, Joel Embiid. Process, baby. Tom, who's your number two? I uh, I put Ben Simmons as my number two because everyone Why? knows him because everyone hates him. <laughs> really? I didn't even have him on that my should, list. That should, that should tell you something. Yeah. I, that, should, that speaks volumes. All right, so Tom has Simmons as his number two. Zach. I have Zach Ertz. What? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, know, everybody that it's an Eagles fan in Philly knows Zach Ertz, especially because you know of the Super Bowl. You know he's got blonde hair now, right? Does he? I didn't know that. Yeah. He came to training camp with blonde hair. Wow. I don't understand why he's still there. Yeah, we he thought did. he was gone. He, he's he supposed to be. The, he picked up the football and carried off the field like that was his last game. Yeah. yeah. And he's still there. Good for him, though. John, number two. Embiid. I, I'm in agreement here. That's yeah. the, the player MVP. The yeah. player in Philly. Yeah. Wow. Well. My next guy is the best player in Philly. My number three is Sidney Crosby. Oh, I forgot about the Penguins. Yes, Pennsylvania. It's not just Philly, Pennsylvania. Sidney Crosby, uh, what can we say? Probably the greatest player of our, our generation. Um, everybody, except maybe John, knows who he is. Um, I, I think John knows who he is. John. I- 
I have an awareness of his of who he is. The, the idea yeah. of him. <laughs> yeah. If if you don't get that, just watch our our episode from a couple of weeks ago. You'll you'll find it. Uh, but yeah, Sidney Crosby, one of the best players of our generation, future hockey hall of famer, slam dunk for every award every year, three time Stanley Cup champion, two time Conn Smythe winner, uh, Sid the Kid. Tom, that's, who is your number? Oh, sorry. Before we continue, Tony's number two was Crosby, and his number three was Juju. My three was Sidney Crosby. You also have Crosby at three. Zach. My three is the legendary Joe Flacco. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that, Zach. Let's go. I, I almost put him on the bottom. For, <laughs> I almost put him on the bottom. New Jersey native Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Did you know that he is elite? <laughs> he is elite. The GOAT. He's going to be the starter this year. John. <laughs> John. Oh, so here this is where I'm gonna have my guy Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox comes in for John at number three. I was torn on where I wanted to put him on this list. Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Listen, again, great player. Just a beast. Number four. Tony has Big Ben. I also have Big Ben at number four. Both have him in the same spot. Again, Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl champion. Um, again, one of the guys where you're walking around Pittsburgh, you know who Ben Roethlisberger is. Zach? Uh, this is where I'm going to go Crosby. This is where you're going to put Crosby. Tom? I put Juju here just because – it's like Big Ben, you can recognize Juju, and I think more people would recognize Juju just because of TikTok. Tom going with Corvette, Corvette at four. John. DJ Watt. Another Steeler. DJ Watt. One of the NFL's premier defensive stars. Number five. This is where Tony has Bryce Harper. This is where I have Ben Simmons. Uh, Tom. This is where I have uh, Fletcher Cox. Tom going Fletcher Cox at five. Zach. I got Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola at five. I love that pick. As, as a Mets fan, Aaron Nola is probably one of my favorite pitchers in baseball. Dominant stuff every time he goes on the mound. John. Tobias Harris is where I got him. Tobias Harris has made his first yeah. appearance on the list. At number five. Number six. Tony, I believe, has somebody on the Eagles, but I think he – oh, Malkin. He has Evgeny Malkin at number six, but he spelled it M-A-L-L-O-N. So I had to do some uh, tough, tough scene. Number six, going off what Tom said earlier, this is where I have Juju Smith-Schuster. Again, the TikTok stuff. Tom. I got Joel Embiid here. Trust the process. This is this is where the process comes in for Tom. Zach. Oh, Tom, what was were you gonna say? They can complete the process by getting rid of Ben Simmons. They can complete a process by winning a championship. <laughs> Zach. Uh, six is where I go. Fletcher Cox. This is where Fletcher Cox comes in. John. This is where I'm gonna have not Juju Smith. Best receiver on the Steelers. Case Claypool, I'll take. 
Chase Claypool is on John's list before Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you some time. Ben Simmons is not on my list. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He might not be on this list on either of our lists in about a couple weeks. Thanks. Number seven, Tony mentioned this earlier. This is where I have Evgeny Malkin. Easily the second best player, I think, on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, heart winner, multiple-time Stanley Cup champion. You know all the accolades if you're a hockey fan. You know who Evgeny Malkin is, and you've heard the name. Tom. I have Big Ben. Tom has Big Ben at seven. Zach. This is where I go former Yankee, Didi Gregorius. Didi Gregorius, the man who loves the emojis on Twitter. Yes, he does. When, whenever, the, whenever his team wins, Didi Gregorius becomes one of Twitter's best follows for athletes. John. Seth Curry, the, the second Curry, the other Curry brother. Seth Curry is making an appearance in the top ten. For what it's worth, Tony has Jalen Hurts at number seven. And number eight, he has Devonta Smith. I have TJ Watt, uh, easily one of the game's most recognizable defensive players. And, of course, Devonta Smith, uh, the defending Heisman winner and the new star wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Tom. This is where I put Malkin. Evgeny Malkin comes in for Tom. Zach. This is eight, right? This is eight. Uh, I'm going to go Joel Embiid here. This is where Embiid makes the appearance on Zach's list. John. This is where I'm going to have Miles Sanders, running back, Eagles. Miles Sanders, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, yeah, he's probably one of the game's youngest star running backs. Number nine, Zach took this one for me earlier. This is where I have Aaron Nolan. Uh, I've given you all the reasons why I like Aaron Nolan, why I'm a fan of his. Uh, he's amazing. Definitely the ace of the Philadelphia Phillies. Tony has JT Real Muto at nine. Tom. I have Zach Ertz. That's where Zach Ertz comes in. Zach. This is where I go JT Real Muto as well. Real Muto makes his second appearance on the list. The BCIB, best catcher in baseball. John. Got who, I, who I'm going to have here is who I thought was the best running back on the draft, Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's funny you mentioned Najee Harris coming in at number nine because that is Tony's number 10, Najee oh. Harris. My number 10 is Fletcher Cox, a name we have not said. A name that's been said multiple times. I, I wanted to say him a little bit towards the end. Tom. I'm happy because my number 10 hasn't been said yet, and I thought it was going to get stolen for me. I have Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. I fully believe anyone in Philadelphia could recognize Jason Kelsey if he was walking down the street. We have our first offensive lineman appearance in Shining Stars. Zach. I'm going with a guy that has done stuff for the Pirates and now the Phillies, and that is Andrew McCutcheon. That is a solid, solid pick. Andrew McCutcheon, a former league MVP with the Pittsburgh Pirates back in 2013. John. All right, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him some props, even though I hate his TikToks. Give Juju Smith-Schuster for my last spot. I have a feeling John really wanted to avoid putting Juju on this list. 
I successfully <laughs> avoided putting Big Ben on the list, so I feel like that's small. That is true. Thing. You did avoid uh, Big Ben. As a matter of fact, uh, Zach, you also avoided putting Big Ben on your list. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to get so both of you get credit for uh, leaving Big Ben off yours. Zach, I will send you uh, the lists. Yeah, send me everything. I'll I'll make a graphic later. Which a little update as well. Uh, hordes of Mets fans walk out as the Reds take a six-one lead uh, at the Ooh. top of the ninth. <laughs> I just saw Nimmo misplay a ball. Yeah, it wasn't good. Not ideal. Also, Jack Eichel's agent just blasted the Buffalo Sabers and saying, "quote The process is not working in Buffalo." You hate to see. <laughs> it, it seems like it. Maybe he'll be Enjoy- traded next episode. Yeah, that might be our leadoff story for Tuesday. Speaking of Tuesday, which city do you guys want to do for Shining Stars? Ooh, we should do Vegas. You want, you want to do Vegas? Do you guys want to do Vegas? We're going to have to do it eventually, so might as well yeah. get it out of the way. You guys, you guys want to do that? That could be a fun one. Now we got the Raiders, so. You got the Raiders? You it's got really it's only the two teams, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it so fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we can definitely do it. Can't wait to put. We're gonna have to do it eventually. On. We might as well just do it now. <laughs> Unless you guys want to honor Kate Cunningham and do Detroit. Ooh, Detroit's a good one too. Actually, Detroit's a good one too. Right, you guys do. want? You guys want to do Detroit? Yeah. Let's, let's do Detroit. Before we get to Vegas, let's do the cities with four sports teams, and then we'll go. In yeah, from shrink there. down to it. Unless, unless Tony makes the uh, the executive uh, order, so. Make your list for Detroit for next Tuesday's episode because that list should be very, very yes. interesting because Detroit's been in a rut recently uh, with sports. Speaking of, speaking, John, of towns in a rut, speaking of cities in a rut, I nominate uh, Houston if we haven't done that yet for Fridays, next Friday. Didn't we do yeah. Texas? Did we do did we? Texas? We did Texas. Yeah, I think we did do Texas. Oh, we, we did, did do Texas. Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, the problem. The problem we, is, we, I got a track. I got to double track. I believe we did because I remember doing Dak Prescott. Yeah, John. Uh, the reason you didn't think we did Houston because there wasn't many names from Houston on that list besides a couple Astros. Yeah, yeah, probably. So, let's do, let's let's do Detroit. Yeah, I think Detroit's yeah, good. Detroit, Detroit should be good. Does Kate Cunningham make any of your lists? Find out on Tuesday. All of our episodes are on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Too Many Men. Uh, And yeah, we will see you boys on Tuesday for another episode of Too Many Men.